My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. And we're live with the Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. Thank you so much for joining me today. Just checking on a couple of um, possible errors here about what's happening with my recording equipment. Excuse me for just a second here. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be together very shortly. Hi, everyone joining me on Facebook Live. All right, great. So we are live with the Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining me today. Uh, this is uh, the Art of Attraction podcast. Uh, feel free to subscribe and download um, and listen to all of the episodes. I just came across someone the other day who told me they, they binged my entire podcast. I was doing an interview for his podcast, actually. And... Uh, it ended up, <laughs> he was telling me that he'd binged all of my episodes. I was like, that is a lot of my voice. So I'm happy that that makes you happy. I'm not sure I could binge all of my episodes, but uh, I love the idea. Very happy to uh, to have you guys listen as much as possible. Of course, I really do create this content uh, to help guys see oops, exactly what it is that is... Um, that is happening in your dating life, how you might be holding yourself back, and um, uh, and how to and how to fix that, right? Because you know the the thing about the thing about dating, you know, I, I help single men attract life partners. If you are a regular on the show, you're you're aware of that already. Um, and of course, the 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 approach that I take to that is less about sort of you know dating tips and tricks, and more about you know what's happening on the deeper psychological levels that's holding you back from what you want, right? And so, uh, you know, why, why do I work there? It's, um, it's really because, um, it's really because the, the problems that men have with dating and women have with dating and people have with life are really not about that area, right? It's not about the, um, the, the dating. It's not about what you say when you approach a woman. It's literally about what's going on underneath the surface that comes across when you say it, right? So it doesn't matter what you say. It matters what you're communicating um, beyond the words. And I'm not just talking about body language, although that's, that's big. I'm not even just talking about the psychological, although that's also big. Um, it's it's these you know these these underlying beliefs these deep assumptions about yourself and about the world that project themselves you know into um, 
you know, a, across to other people. It comes across to other people, right? So I'll have people, you know, I, I do a, a free intro call uh, with people who are interested in working with me, um, which if you're interested, you can uh, schedule at uh, dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. And um, I do a lot of those calls, you know, with people who are interested in working with me um, and, and sign them up uh, if they're a good fit. And I have people say to me, they're like, well, you know, we'll, we'll go through the call and we realize that there are trust issues and there's uh, self-worth issues and things like that. And then they'll sort of say, yeah, but, but I don't let them say, they, you know, that's definitely not the problem. That's not, it's not the trust issues that's keeping me single because uh, I don't let them see it. You know, I don't let the self-worth issues come up when I'm with women. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you have a fundamental, like, it's like soul level belief. It's not really soul level, but it's pretty close um, that you're, let's say, not enough, right? You're unworthy. And then you think you're just going to like hide that when it comes time for, for you to be in front of a woman? Like, how do you think that's going to work, right? How do you think she's not going to be able to tell? You know, and, and this shit is all subconscious, right? So it's incredibly deep and it's incredibly powerful. Remember, and I, I say this on here a lot, the subconscious always wins, okay? It's more powerful than whatever you do, which is why I work there rather than teaching your conscious mind what to do, right? That's actually not that necessary um, because what you do, again, isn't, it's just not really the point, right? It's not what she gets. You know, you can say, hey, you know, I think you're, great. And I'm, you know, I'm an amazing person and you should date me. That's a great pickup line, by the way. I highly recommend that. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and she's, you know, and, and if you, what you believe under the surface is I'm worthless, then all she's going to experience, even not consciously, she's not going to, she's going to be like, oh, that guy, you know, maybe knows what he's talking about or doesn't, but what's going to communicate is I'm worthless. Okay. So I work there because it's literally the most effective place to work. Right. It gets results the fastest. It, um, it, um, yeah, it gets right to the point. You know, um, I'm very direct, you know, not, uh, not, not being gentle necessarily, but directness is how I get results so quickly. You know, I don't beat around the bush a lot. I don't um, spend a lot, a lot of time talking about things that aren't the point, okay? Um, instead, um, and this is how, this is how I'm able to take people who have like struggled with their issue for like years or decades and within a matter of just weeks, really, um, uh, you know, they're, they're able to completely turn around. All of a sudden, things that have been happening their entire life make sense. They suddenly understand why those things are happening and exactly what they need to do to fix it. That's that's my sort of, uh, you know, promise of my business is like, I'll show you exactly what you're doing wrong and I'll show you how to fix it. Um, it's not that you're doing something wrong, but you know, again, one foot on, you have, you have one foot on the gas and you have one foot on the brake and you don't know that you have a foot on the brake, right? But you can tell that you have a foot on the brake if you don't have what you want. Okay. So if you, you know, really want uh, a partner or someone who will stay or a woman who wants you um, or, you know, there, there's some sort of goal. You want a woman who's going to, you know, wants to start a family with you <clears throat> and you, um, and you, um, 
you don't have that, then there's something in the way. Okay. It's either not really what you want or you're blocking yourself from it in some way. That's just how the universe works. Studied it for a decade and a half. And, you know, consistently this is, you know, this is um, the way it works. So today uh, I'm actually really excited about uh, the show today. I have a great show for you today. Um, I I really want to talk about self-care. Okay. Um, And that may sound really boring. Stay tuned. It's not going to be. Okay. Self-care is actually imperative to attracting the right woman. Okay. And I mean the right woman. I'm not talking about like, well, actually it would work for both. I was literally about to say, I'm not talking about getting laid by the masses, but actually this will help you get laid by the masses too. So whatever kind of (laughs) relationship situation you're looking for, um, uh, it's really, um, self-care is relevant. Okay. It's really quite incredibly relevant. Um, so, um, so self-care, so how is, so, so why is self-care relevant? So self-care, um, is directly linked to your, uh, attractiveness. Okay. To how well you attract, to how easily you attract, to whether or not you're magnetic with women. Okay. Um, happiness, health, um, uh, fulfillment, um, purpose. These things are wildly attractive. Okay. Um, here's an example. Um, if you are, you're a guy and you're into girls and you, um, you see women, um, that you're attracted to, and you tend to be attracted to women who are healthy, right? Who are, you know, fit. Men tend to be attracted to women who are fit, not because they're not women who are skinny, although many women think that's the case. And some men might be attracted to skinny women, but, but overall, it's not like the thinner woman wins. They're attracted to women who are, um, who are healthy, regardless of what their body looks like, they take care of it and it's, um, it's in good health. And that is literally attractive. And, you know, evolutionarily, that's going to be the case, right? A person who is, um, who is healthier, um, is more likely to produce, you know, healthy offspring. Um, there's just, there's something that draws us and be like, I want to mate with that person. That person is healthy. Okay. Um, again, you don't need to be a fitness model. It doesn't matter how, um, you know, muscular you are. It's not about that. It's about, are you carrying weight your body doesn't want? You know, are you, are you underusing your body? Are you overusing your body? All of these things will affect how people see you. Okay. So the the point of being healthy, other than, you know, having your, um, you know, life last longer and, and being, (laughs) being, uh, you know, and having less, uh, you know, uh, disease and issues and things like that is because that is, is, is about finding the balance, right. Of what is good for your body. Okay. So it doesn't matter necessarily. Um, you know, I mean, eating great is, is wonderful by all means, eat healthy food if you can. Um, that won't make it or break it though. What makes it or breaks it is, um, is, is it whether or not you're out of balance. So like, you know, I don't eat, you know, just exclusively organic vegetables necessarily and nothing else. Um, I eat whatever I want for the most part, but I also like, I go to the gym and, you know, and I don't do that often. I go to one class that like kicks me, kicks my ass once a week. 
that's pretty much all I do. I do a yoga class every week and that's it. And I'm like in relatively good health. So it doesn't, it's not that it takes a massive amount and it's not that you need to be a gym rat or whatever. It's about actually, you know, what ends up happening when you start losing weights. I used to carry a a whole lot more weight than I do now uh, on my body. Um, What actually ends up happening is you start getting more in touch with your body. Okay. It's not about getting smaller. Okay. If you are more large than your body wants to be, then it's about getting smaller. But for some people, it might be about getting bigger. It's about finding the balance where you are happy and healthy. Okay. Because that point is the point where you are most attractive. Okay. Where people are most drawn to you. And so when you, if you, you know, are somebody who hasn't really gone to the gym a whole lot, um, which was me all over, um, And it was so hard to get there, right? It was just really difficult. There was all this resistance and all this bullshit in the way. Um, But, you know, when I did, what what I was really actually avoiding, this is really interesting to me, um, is that um, I was avoiding being in my body in certain areas, okay? So I was... um, you know, I was uncomfortable in my body, didn't feel good. I was carrying extra weight that never feels good. That by definition doesn't feel good. Otherwise it wouldn't be extra weight. That's why it doesn't matter what size you are naturally. It, mat- it matters that you are healthy for your size, right? Um, you know, women or men don't want a particular type of person or a particular size person, um, but that, you know, taking care of yourself radiates, right? Um, and so you end up really being in your body. Like uh, for me, it was my, uh, it was my belly, right? Um, I had a lot of, um, I had a lot of like protection energetically um, and psychologically around that area of my body or it manifested in that area of my body. Um, but what it really was, was, um, well, it had to do with not being able to hold my boundaries. Um, I had a fundamental belief that um, to say no to someone meant that you didn't love them. And uh, loving is sort of one of my core qualities. It's something that I do um, as a default, and it's something that I did as a defense when I needed to protect myself. Still do from time to time, but it used to be just about constant. And so I, you know, the distortion of I love you is I can't not love you. I have to love you, right? Then you're in this like, oh, wait, now I can't say no. And I sure as fuck didn't for many, many, many years. Um, And that will tear you the hell down. Let me just tell you what, right? That will cause you to, um, to really betray yourself. And you know when I noticed this, this is actually an interesting story. I'm not sure if I've told this uh, before on the podcast. So if you're binging episodes and I'm repeating stories, I apologize. Um, But I was at, I went to two separate um, intensive four-year schools. And one of them, I was just starting out, probably about 19 years old. And uh, I was sort of on this little, little farm, little compound, everything with different buildings. And I was walking from one building to another. And another um, of my classmates was walking towards me and we get close and I look up and I smile and I go, hi. And she goes, Hey, and we walk past each other. And in that moment, I realized that it never occurred to me whether or not I actually wanted to say hello to her. 
that that reaction that I had of like, what looks like joy, we'll come back to that, <laughs> um, was on autopilot. It was on autopilot. It was on default. Okay. So I, it, it was, it was, you know, I was, I was just doing what I thought needed to be done. Right. Oh, well, I'm friendly. Everybody, I have to say hi to everybody because I'm friendly and I have to love them. I have to love you. I have to love you. Have to do it. <laughs> never, I never had a thought that went, oh, I wonder if I like this chick or not. I think I had profoundly neutral feelings about her. It's irrelevant, really. The point is, it was, it was on default. It was happening without me. I wasn't part of it, okay? And that's how you recognize the defense, right? If you are, um, you know, if, if, you're on, if you're on default, right? If you um, are reacting, you know, a, a woman does something on a date and you react like, you know, kind of inappropriately to what actually happened, that shows you that there's a defense there. there there's, a, there's something where you didn't feel safe and you felt you had to react really strongly to protect yourself, right? My reaction, because loving is my, my sort of natural thing, was to kind of overlove, quote unquote. By the way, that's not love. I'm just comparing it to the natural gift. The natural gift is, is real love. The, the distortion is like, I don't know, faux happy bullshit you know, that, that where I wasn't even connected to myself, right? Because I wasn't even checked in. I wasn't even like, hmm, I see this woman coming. How do I feel about that? Okay, I feel fine about it. I'd be like, hey, yeah, that might be how I react now. Again, it doesn't matter. It matters that I caught it and I saw that this was happening without me, okay? Um, how did that relate to self-care? Um, so healthy boundaries, which I'm going to, I'm going to come back to, um, shortly. So, so let's, uh, so let's start with the physical. Okay. So the physical, um, as far as self-care goes, so I'm talking about going to the gym, going to the gym is great. Um, you, you probably already know that you probably have good reasons why you're not going, or you think you have good reasons why you're not going, or you just can't get past the resistance, um, to going. Right. Um, by the way, if that is something you're struggling with, here's how to get out of that. Um, rather than trying to fight yourself all the time, because resistance is where you're like, you're fighting against something, okay? You know you should go to the gym and watch the episode on shooting. And instead of going, you end up just feeling guilty about it and not actually leaving the house, right? So... Instead of that, <laughs> although that does sound fun, that's also endless, right? Um, that doesn't move anywhere. You're not fixing the problem. You're not making a different choice. You're just keeping yourself stuck. Guilt as, uh, as a whole doesn't really move. It doesn't really move anywhere. It doesn't progress you forward. It doesn't move through and out. It kind of just sticks a little bit, okay? It's a little bit different than the other emotions. Um, and so, uh, and so if, if that's an issue with you, go ahead and just sit down with yourself, quiet place, take a few breaths, and really bring your awareness down your body and, uh, and really into your body more deeply, like out of your thoughts and heads and come down. And after a little while, um, when, you, um, when you feel that 
um, when you feel sort of like centered and kind of coming down, you will feel yourself slow down a little bit. Your, your system will slow when you come down into your body because the head moves, the thoughts move faster than, um, than is absolutely natural. And um, drop in this question, what do I, what do I like about not going to the gym? Like indulge the resistance, okay? Let's say there's a really good reason because there's resistance there, right? Otherwise you would have gone and you wouldn't be having this conversation. So, so acknowledge the resistance. Don't just keep fighting against it like, you know, and, and losing day after day. That, that, that leads to not healthy, right? Forget physical health. That's, that's now affecting your psyche, your, your self-worth, your, um, your thoughts, your emotions, right? Like that's, that's now causing more problems than if you just weren't going to the gym and being happy about it. Okay. Seek happiness in one way or another. That's, that's what I think this episode is going to keep coming down to because seeking happiness, following what makes you genuinely happy leads you directly to self-care, to perfect health for you. Okay. Following that light, which I think I'm going to do another episode on. I actually just um, did sort of a short video on, on how literally like looking inward Finding what lights you up and following exclusively that is absolutely guaranteed. I don't use that word super often. Guaranteed to lead you not only to the relationship that you want, but to your, you know, the, the absolute best life for you on every single level. Okay. There's, there's nothing more to it than that really, actually. Okay. So that's an interesting thing. Um, but yeah, finding that, finding that place, finding where your body naturally wants to go, finding what, you know, keeps you in good health, um, that is, that, that attracts, okay? Because if you're, you know, if you're feeling guilty all the time, that, um, it repels, pushes people away. Um, discord inside yourself pushes people away. Um, not handling your emotions, right? Not standing behind the decisions you make, not speaking your mind. All of these things, um, you get kind of like tangled up in yourself instead of just sort of letting things flow, trusting and letting things flow through you. And when you do that, it's wildly attractive. I mean, it's like a light switch. It's really, it's really kind of wild. So, um, so back to the physical. So, you know, going to the gym, you know, if, if you're, if you're experiencing the resistance to that, then look at the resistance, like respect your system a bit more. And we're going to come back to this as well. Self-respect is a huge aspect of self-care. Um, respect your system. What is it telling you? I'm not saying don't go to the gym. I'm saying, look at why you don't want to acknowledge that as real, right? Because otherwise you're just denying reality. You're like, no, I'm definitely going to go tomorrow. You're delusional. You're delusional. You're pretending something is real that is not real. I'm definitely going to go tomorrow. This year is going to be my year. I am going to go to the gym every day. That's my New Year's resolution. Either A, do it. Or B, don't fucking say that you're going to. You know, you're, you're betraying your system a little bit, betraying yourself a little bit by deluding yourself. Instead, take a risk and really look at what's there. Man, I really know that it would be good for me to go to the gym. Part of me really wants to go to the gym. Other parts of me do not want to go to the gym. <laughs> 
Interesting. Let's explore that resistance. Right? Let's explore the part of you that says no. Because to deny that part is, the, is when you go, oh, you know, I absolutely am going to go to the gym. Deluding yourself. Okay? Because you're not going. But if you tune in and you look at the, the reality, which is the fact that part of you says yes and part of you says no, that's the reality of the situation, right? You're, um, you're split. Your intention is split. And the no tends to win more often. Even, if you, even though you feel better when you come back from the gym, you've got all these good reasons and you've read all the books, you know, you've heard my podcast, you know, you need to go to the gym. There's something that's stronger. Great. Let's look at that. I really want a girlfriend, but I don't have one. There's something stronger. Great. Let's look at that. Okay. Because if you're walking around saying, I'm not enough, but I want a girlfriend, and you're projecting I'm not enough, then you'll probably do something like, uh, you know, when someone, when a woman uh, approaches you or when you see a woman, You'll be like, okay, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm unwilling to get hurt, unwilling to get, to get disappointed, so I'm just going to reject her first. Or I'm going to demand that it be a certain way, and if it's not, then I'm out of here. You know, I'm going to protect myself. That's not self-protect, self-protection, right? <laughs> there are people on Facebook Live who are like, I'm at the gym right now. <laughs> I swear I went today, but I missed you. There was a friend of mine, yes, who I see at the gym uh, every week I go. That's so funny. <laughs> so you're doing uh, double self-care, uh, self, <laughs> self-improvement, listening to podcast, and working out at the same time. I think you get, you get bonus points for all of that. <laughs> um, so explore the resistance. Okay, this is really, this whole work, this whole podcast, my entire coaching practice, all the success that I have with you know, huge numbers of people is really comes down to being real. You know, everyone says that, right? Everyone says, um, oh, I just, I just, I just like people who are real. You know, I hate people who are fake. (laughs) I just hate fake people. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I just, I just really like people who like are really like authentic and real. Um, okay. Well, that may or may not be you, but regardless, uh, (laughs) actual authenticity, actual authenticity is very different than pretend authenticity. Like I just got to be me, you know, I'm just going to be exactly who I am. And if you don't like it, fuck you. That's not authenticity people. That's another defense. And also a really bitchy accent that I seem to like <laughs> have a thing with. <laughs> Sounds absolutely terrible. Um, but that's not authenticity. That's you giving the world a fuck you and then being surprised when they don't respond well. Or giving them another fuck you, you know, when they don't respond well. If you don't like me as I am, then you can fuck off. Okay. I don't but not because I don't like you authentically. It's because that's your intro statement. You know, there's, there's a sort of authenticity or, or um, 
you know, demand that you accept me the way I am. If you're demanding people accept you, you are in defense, my friend. You know, some people are going to accept you. Some people aren't. Can you be okay with that? Defense comes down. Can you feel the difference? It's like, it's not like this sharp outward jab. It's just like, man, you know, I love it when people like me. I sure hope people like me. That would be great. And if not, I'm okay anyway. Okay, and we're going to come back to this a little bit um, later as well. So the gym, so just explore the resistance, you know? Yes, it's going to move things. It's going to move things that are probably stagnant. That is likely. Yes. Okay. Will you risk that? Can you be okay with that? Right? Um, Other things with physical. The way you dress, okay? I've done a little bit about this uh, in another episode um, on how to present yourself. Um, But I'll just touch on it here because it really is akin to self-care. You know, I have this wonderful... um, screenshot of a text that someone sent me. He's actually not a client. He's just someone who listened to that particular podcast episode. And he said, it was the cutest thing. He said, you know, I've never really thought about how I dress and whether or not that affects my dating life, but I have been single for a really long time. And I listened to your episode and I just decided, um, you know, I started wearing gel in my hair, something like that. It was like some little change that he made. And he's like, and people, people are like, oh, and, and I'm, you know, a nicer shirt or something like that. And he said, people started reacting to him differently. And he started feeling a little bit more confident. And he started like, you know, standing up a little bit straighter when he walked. And he said it was really this pretty significant shift just from a tiny amount of care in your appearance, right? Now, if you're wildly far the other way and you can't stop looking yourself in the mirror, that's another thing, okay? Um, You know, if, if that's the situation, then it would be worth looking at how you feel about people seeing you as you are. Because if you feel the need to, to peacock, not if it comes naturally, if it occurs naturally, if, if the desire to dress beautifully comes in an upwelling, my God, that's, I mean, for me personally, that's wildly attractive. You know, I, I find that, you know, guys wear like really nice shoes and like really put some effort. It doesn't have to be fancy or dressed up, just like that, that, effort. You know, they've looked at whether or not they look good and what they're wearing. You can tell, you know, same as you have with women, right? You find women more attractive who, you know, are just aware and maybe like put a little bit of effort in. Also, there's a lot of women who put a, a huge amount of effort in. It goes back to the same thing. If you're, if you're needing to do that, what is, what is that saying? You know, what would it be like to be vulnerable and let yourself, um, let yourself be seen? without that. Okay. But as a whole, yeah, effort, effort and not to attract the other. That's not the intention. Actually, it's the effect. It is what ends up happening, but that's not actually the intention. Okay. The intention is, um, to help yourself feel better. You know, that, that kid who wrote, who, uh, who wrote to me, um, did such, an, did such a great job. You know, he just put a little gel in his hair and suddenly, suddenly people saw him differently. And then how much more confident he felt. You know? How much um, straighter he stood up. That's what it's about. Okay? 
And it's not about, um, it's not about how you're, you know, changing yourself for someone else, right? It's not about, oh, I'm, now I'm not being authentic anymore. Be authentic. You know, he didn't, he wasn't like anti-hair gel and then he forced himself to wear hair gel so girls would like him. You know, he was just like, oh, I've got this stuff. All right, let's try this. I don't mind wearing hair gel. And all of a sudden I'm feeling better about myself. And guess what's significant about feeling fucking better about yourself? It's attractive. It's incredibly attractive. Okay, let's move on. So, um, so yeah, it leads to confidence, right? It's going to boost your confidence. It's going to um, make you feel better about yourself, make you walk differently. That draws, that is magnetic, okay? Um, so let's talk about my, uh, the mental, right? Mindset, shit, huge. What are you telling yourself in the mirror when you look at yourself in the morning? Whatever you're telling yourself, people are feeling throughout the day. What are you really telling yourself in the mirror in the morning? That you're worthless? No one will want you? Are you compensating and telling yourself you're the best thing on the planet, but really you think you're a piece of shit? Remember, subconscious always wins. So notice, pay attention to what you tell yourself in your head because you believe you. Okay? I just did this, just did a little episode or a little short video that's on, uh, uh, that's on YouTube on, on the nice guy thing, right? Um, why nice guys think they finish last, why they tend to and why they don't need to, okay? Really important. Um, and... And in that episode, uh, or in that video, <sighs> sorry, I just got distracted. Give me a second. Well, we talked about standing up for yourself. Um, but that's a little bit different. Oh yeah, the things that you hear in your head. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so what you tell yourself um, has meaning, right? What you um, what you say to yourself, if it's unkind, uh, makes a difference. You know, you believe you all the time, all the time. Okay. So to, if you're, you know, walking around in life, oh yeah, that's what I was saying with the nice guys. I was like, you know, the first step to getting out of, you know, the, the nice guys finish last syndrome is stop fucking saying that nice guys finish last. Stop it. It's not helping you. It's not true, and you're making it true. You're, you're creating something that, isn't even, that does not even need to be there. Okay, it's bullshit to say that women don't want me- nice men. Of course we do. I mean, not all women want anything, but, you know, there's no, that's not a thing. It looks like it is, I understand, but that's not the case. Okay, but when you say it, that creates some shit. You know, so we're moving really from the mindset to, to language, which I didn't even have in, you know, as, as a thing to talk about today, but is also huge. You know, if, if all you talk about is your problems and how you're single and lonely, that you, you get more of that. I'm not saying changing your language is going to fix it on its own, but it's definitely not helping you. And it is impacting you, you know? So yes, it's going to help you to change that. 
it is actually going to help. Okay. So, um, so be aware of your thoughts and your words. Okay. Um, let yourself imagine how good it could be. Let yourself exist in that space just for a minute right now as you're listening. Let yourself just, you know, drop out of your head. Stop sort of grasping on either to my words or to your thoughts. Let your mind relax. Let it relax. It's wildly overworked. I don't even know you probably, but I can tell you your mind is probably <laughs> wildly overworked. Okay. Let it relax. What if things could be different? What if it were possible? Don't worry about whether or not you think it is. Don't worry about your past life experiences and how you think that's the secret to interpreting the universe. It's not. It's the one thing in the way of you accurately interpreting the universe, actually. We, lie, we rely so heavily on our past experiences as indicators of what's going to happen next, as if our past could predict the future. that we then create the same future as we have in the past. What if it could be different? What if I could be someone who had a, 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 had a, a, a curiosity about life? I don't want to say positive mindset. It's not about positive versus negative. That's not really a thing. Humans love that shit. It's not really a thing, okay? Your mindset is fine the way it is. You're existing, you're surviving. There's very good reasons why your mindset is the way it is. So I'm not going to shit on that, okay? That's actually incredibly sacred and very important. Um, having you be on autopilot is where the problem comes in, right? It's also very sacred and, and perfectly fine the way it is. And it, you know, leads to suffering. And if you'd like to have less of that, then this is how, <laughs> okay? There's nothing wrong with you. Um, and if you want to be different, that's an option for you, Right? Um, so, uh, yes, language and, and mindset and, and being aware of what you tell yourself, um, and then shifting that, try shifting it consciously, try telling yourself the way it wants to be, try letting yourself be curious. I don't know. I'm 90% sure this girl's going to disappoint me, but you know, maybe not, maybe she won't, you know, or maybe I'll be okay. Even if she does, that's the point. It's not about her. Cause if you'll notice what I did there, um, is I said, maybe she won't disappoint me. That puts pressure on her. It's your job not to disappoint me. It is. Based on what? <laughs> you know, if you're meeting a girl off Tinder and you never met her before, it's not her job to not disappoint you. It's not anybody's job not to disappoint you. For God's sakes, your parents probably disappointed you and they probably liked you a lot. So that's not a thing. If you're, if you're, if you're holding on to, and I, I have, uh, I have clients who do this, holding on to the way the, the world should be and then being disappointed when it isn't. And that is tough guys. That is really hard. You know, it's guaranteed to keep happening because you're literally setting life up for it. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, okay, emotional. So self-love, you know, the emotional is massive. The emotional is much more impactful to our life than we realize. 
Okay. Um, we think a lot about thoughts. We talk a lot about language. We even talk about body language. And sometimes we talk about like uh, subconscious signals, but not on the level that I tend to, right? There's not a lot out there on uh, the sort of functions on, on the level where I do and the work that I do with my clients is, is, is even deeper, right? Um, and the emotional is really, really important. You know, interestingly, who, <laughs> surprisingly, um, surprisingly for me, um, puts really a, a really appropriate amount of emphasis on emotion is the law of attraction, folks. They understand how powerful strong emotion is. Emotion is uh, what attracts, which is what the, the law of attraction is about, right? It's about um, identifying what you want and then feeling, letting yourself feel really, really, really excited about it. That draws. That's why um, uh, affirmations, if done correctly, and a lot of people don't do them correctly, if done correctly, they will work. Uh, and that's why, because you're feeling lit up and excited about it every day. And then you learn to, you know, live in a light, lit up and excited way. Okay. So um, that's also a good, a good tactic if you want to, you know, if, if you want to work your, um, uh, to work, to, to adjust the mindset and the thoughts that you have. Okay. Um, sitting with it, but you have to, you have to do them correctly. Okay. You need to, um, phrase them in a positive way, not like I have no fear. Okay. That's a negative. Um, the way the brain interprets that is just, it kind of doesn't process negatives. So it just says, I, I have fear weirdly. Um, so your conscious mind goes, Oh yeah, I have no fear. But the part that's relevant that you're, that's sort of hearing you in the background is not processing that. And so instead you would say, I'm fearless. Bam. If that's what lights you up and then pick ones that light you the fuck up, light up girl, do it. Go, be strong, live your life. Okay, so, um, so yeah, being uh, being lit up—that's what attracts. Okay, this whole episode is about how to feel lit up. Okay, how to find what lights you up. <gasps> I'm gonna get there. It's gonna be great. Okay, emotional. So yeah, finding what lights you up emotionally. Um, you know, uh, self love, oh, man. Sometimes I think the only real important thing is, is self-love. That's really kind of what everything comes down to. Um, so how do you, you know, how do you uh, develop that? Okay. There is literally a process of falling in love with yourself that I did um, many years ago and uh, absolutely changed my life, changed the way people reacted to me, changed how attracted people were to me. That's for goddamn sure. Um, so important elements of that solid boundaries are really important to self care and self love really important. Okay. Um, saying no, when no is the answer is really important. Um, you know, checking in when somebody asks you if you want to do something before you just go, yeah, absolutely. Or oh, absolutely not. Checking in, what does your system want to do? Does your system light up at that idea? Does it go, uh, at that idea? Is it something in between? Check in, okay? Your, your boundaries are extraordinarily important, and this actually feeds into uh, where I was going next, which is um, 
actually, they all kind of go together. Solid boundaries, clear communication, okay, and self-respect. So solid boundaries are, you have those when you respect yourself, okay? So if you have a hard time saying no, or if you're one of those nice guys who, you know, will, uh, you know, let women kind of walk all over them, then you're not respecting yourself. And remember, what you get in your life is a direct reflection of what's happening inside. So if people aren't respecting you in your life, it's worth looking inward and seeing whether or not you're respecting yourself. And boundaries are a great way to, uh, to tell, okay? If you're not holding your boundaries, if you're letting people walk all over you, or if you're oversetting boundaries and you're like, no, no, nope, don't touch that. Nope, don't go there. What are you doing? Put that down, <laughs> right? Um, if you're, um, if you're, you know, wildly setting boundaries or you're oversetting boundaries that are very strong and very rigid, then, um, there might be fear behind that. Okay. So you need to make yours a little bit gentle. Um, if you're letting people walk all over and you're like, Oh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. That's okay. I don't matter. That's all right. It's okay that you just treat me like a, like a doormat. You can walk on me. I'm a doormat. It's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay, there's no self-respect there. Stand up. Stand up for yourself. What would this moment be like if you stood up for yourself? What would happen if I stood up for myself? Okay, clear communication. What would happen if I let myself be heard? Right? What would happen if I let myself speak and be heard? Be careful, you might actually get what you want. Okay, so you see these, these layers, and we're really just kind of on the psychological, emotional. This isn't, this isn't the magic. You know, I can get into some fucking magic. This isn't even that. This is just, you know, how are you treating yourself, man? Are you out there looking for some stellar chick who's, you know, who's who's got it all together and she's independent and she's, you know, she's funny or she's, you know, whatever. But you're, you know, you're letting yourself be walked on by whatever woman you can find that you think is good enough. Self-respect, right? Boundaries, saying, no, I'm actually not going to let you treat me that way. We can find another way, right? You don't have to be like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Okay, you could just be like, hey, I, I, don't, I don't love when you do that. That's enough. That's a boundary. Hey, I actually, I actually don't, I actually don't want to do that. That's a boundary. Hey, I'm not really sure. Um, I think I may need to take some time to think about that. Would that be okay? That's a boundary. Doesn't need to be a wall. Boundary is not necessarily a wall. Right? Boundaries don't have to be rigid. They can be flexible. They can be gentle. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't mean to, um, I mean to make you uncomfortable, but you know, I have to, I have to say that I don't like when you treat me this way. It's a very gentle boundary, but you're still respecting yourself. So this is all done in your style, right? It's like the clothing. It's not that like, you know, you should wear khakis because ladies love khakis, you know, or you should always wear button down shirts. It's like, no, you don't need to do any of that can if you like button down shirts what do you like 
Okay. It's about your style. It's not about what's fashionable. It's about your style. Where do you feel? What do you feel comfortable and confident in? What makes you feel sexy? Right? What makes you um, shine? Bam. We're back to the light. See? Follow your light. What makes you light up? You know, are you wearing what you're wearing because you don't give a shit? Okay, fine. But don't expect to attract a woman who's interested in, you know, a man who gives a shit, right? You're going to find women who are attracted to men who don't give a shit, which I'm not really sure is what you want to date. Or maybe it is, in which case, ignore me entirely. But, you know, give a shit. Try giving a shit. Try getting dressed for the day, presenting yourself, taking some, you know, respecting yourself. Okay, not uncomfortably, comfortably. Okay, I really like jeans, but I can wear like a fitted shirt. Yeah, all right, great. That's attractive, that works. You know, find what lights you up and makes you feel good, confident, sexy. Not like, you know, fuck you, I'll wear what I want. Okay. On your own? <laughs> for, for, for how long? You know, so, um, so that's self-respect, you know, respecting yourself, you know, whatever that means for you. And then, so that's the emotional, right? The self-love, the solid boundaries, the clear communication, the self-respect, um, the, um, the physical, right? The gym giving you energy and making you feel confident and and better about yourself, um, dressing yourself well, leading to confidence, um, the mental, the mindset, right? What are you telling yourself? What are you making true about your life? And then my favorite part, okay? The spiritual, the energetic, the, the actual light itself. Where is your light? This, this is the secret to attraction. This is it right here, okay? What is your purpose? What drives you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? If you don't have an answer to that, and I mean right away, go find it. Forget the women. Forget the dating. This is for you. This is about your life. How do you want to spend it? What are you doing? What are you passionate about? Right? That's another whole episode. What are you passionate about? And how to find and follow that light. Yeah, I'll do both of those. Are you passionate about something, anything, Uh, books, libraries, uh, physics, uh, dancing, art, Uh, people, psychology, children, pets, volunteering, historical architecture, the environment, those last two are mine, (laughs) and this work, mostly this work. Yeah, that you were a close second. <laughs> okay. Man, I think about environmental shit and I light the hell up. I do. You know, I do this work and you can see me light up and you can feel me on the, on the podcast lighting up. This is, this is my fucking calling. This is what I am here for. I am doing what I am here for. And that, I gotta be real with you, gentlemen, is one of the best goddamn feelings I've ever felt. 
I'm not going to lie. I think it's better than sex. And I've had some seriously amazing sex. I just realized I said that on air. <laughs> I was trying to emphasize my point, okay? Um, but yeah, this is what it comes down to, finding what lights you up. Maybe it's spectacular sex. Maybe it's teaching people how to have spectacular sex. Maybe it's, you know, being a high school history teacher. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, truly. Right? Passion attracts. It draws energetically. It's wildly attractive. You know? I get into my thing and I'm like working with people. I'm seeing them. I'm in my gift. You know, I'm spending time in... I once had a teacher who called it my genius, not like me personally, but like one's genius, you know, whatever lights you up, that's your genius. Right? What's your genius? What lights you the hell up? What makes you happier than anything else? And then how much can you do it? I'm not saying if you're a banker and you're really into art that you need to quit your job and become an artist. It's not about making it a business. It's about spending time doing what lights you up. If you got to work at a bank, look, sometimes you got to work at a bank. Okay, fine. At least for a while. You can maybe look around for other things. Always keep your eye out, you know, for something you're more passionate about. Maybe you could, teach, you know, work at an art supply store instead. I don't know. There's always a way. But find that thing that lights you up, you know, that, um, that purpose that, um, I want to say the word intention, possibly because it's what you intend, you know, you, you came here to, to do. Okay. That light is not, a, it's not like a little care bear. Oh, it sure would be great if I could follow my light and like ride a unicorn across a rainbow to my dreams at the end. Man, that's not what it fucking is. It is right here, right now. This is extremely real. What I am talking about is extremely real. Okay? It's... It's, it's absolutely embodied. Okay. It's in, uh, it's, 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 it is measurable and repeatable. Okay. It is uh, scientific, but we don't really have the tools to measure it. Okay. It is something you can always come back to. It always points in the same direction. Like this is not an airy fairy. Um, sure would be great if I could live my dreams type of thing. Okay. I've never really understood that phrase, living your dreams, particularly I don't tend to use the word dreams a whole lot anyway, because I don't know, it sounds kind of ethereal to me. And as you can see, I'm not really into the ethereal. Considering I went to a highly intensive four-year energy healing school, I'm weirdly not into the ethereal. I mean, I did that and that was great, and, but it was not very ethereal. It's really not. It's very grounded. So when I say what lights you the fuck up, I mean like what, you know, like if, you, if you're not really lit up by anything and you're kind of um, one of those people who like thinks about your feelings, so you're like, yeah, I, I think I'm happy. Okay. The thing that lights you up gets you out of that. Like you can't even stay in your head when you're really in the thing that lights you up, right? You just glow, you glow. So if you don't have that, go find it, okay? 
that's, that's your homework. Okay. That's what I do on my calls and my coaching calls. I'm like, here's your homework. Okay. Your homework is go out and find, go somewhere new. Don't go to the places you've always gone. You know, those places, you know, those people go out and find what lights you up. Find it. Dive into it. Live it. Live from it. Okay? And, and you know, if, if you're, again, you don't need to, it's not about rearranging your entire life, but if you really love, you know, puppies and kitties, go volunteer at the Humane Society and do it like three times a week. Like go spend your time doing the thing that you really like to do. That changes your field your energetic field. Okay. It lights you up. That light is attractive. That is what draws people. So imagine if you lived in that light most days, right? If it had been your dream to be a stand-up comic, start going to some open mics. Who cares? Go find it, risk it. There's nothing else to do in life, but die at your banking job. I don't know. That's that's how long people work at banks, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's not really my world. (laughs) I mean, please don't actually die at a bank, but you know, go DJ, go paint, go work with dolphins. I had this actually really fascinating experience with um, a really close friend of mine in college and she was a psychology major and she um, was going to work with, uh, with children. The, become a psychologist to work with children. And she said at one point to me that, it's so funny, I haven't thought about this in a long time, but it's interesting because I wasn't doing the work that I'm doing now then, right? I was in college. Um, but I, I, my response then is, is very much how I would respond now. She goes, she goes, yeah, I'm just, I don't know, I'm not feeling that excited about it. And I think we were like seniors by this point. And I went, okay, well, like, let's take away all the studying and all the things you think you should do or whatever. If you could do anything you want in the world, what would it be? And you know what she says to me? She goes, I mean, in probably 0.5 seconds flat, she says, oh, I would work with dolphins and and children, psychological problems. Okay, great. That sounds great. Why aren't you doing that? It's not like that's not a thing. Somebody somebody will do that somewhere. Whatever, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, it exists somewhere in the world. That is one of the gifts of having a world as globalized, right? And as kind of unified, well, arguably, <laughs> but in some ways, i.e. you can go to other countries and do things in workplaces as ours, as the way the world is now. There's opportunity now, unlike there's ever been in all of history, I think it's safe to say. So. <clears throat> So, and, and just to finish that story, she didn't go work with dolphins. You know, she was like, oh, I can't do that. I have to just be, okay. But it's not like that doesn't exist somewhere. It's not like she couldn't have made a life like that. So try when you do this, really removing all of the obstacles. Okay. Try removing all of the... realism, quote unquote. I love it when people say that. It's so obnoxious. Oh, I'm not a pessimist. I'm just a realist. No, you're just choosing a different word 
for pessimism. You're just deciding what the future is going to hold and then deciding it's not going to be good. There's a pessimism part. Um, but the first part is just blatant projection. Well, uh, I can't work with dolphins. Okay. Have you heard that statement? Whether you decide you can or you decide you can't, you're right. Wildly accurate. Absolutely fucking wildly accurate. So when you do this, you know, one of the questions I ask on that, uh, that free call that I do, um, which again, by the way, is at uh, dominiedrew.com forward slash hello, if you're interested in, in getting on the phone with me and, and talking about this stuff. One of the questions that I ask is, okay, if you could have anything you want in this area of your life, right? In your dating life uh, in a year, what would it be? And generally people haven't thought about this at all. And that's okay. It's not like you should have thought about it. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But they're often unable to imagine themselves doing things that they really want. You know, they go, oh, well, that's just not realistic. You know, well, I mean, I'd love to be uh, married, but that's just not realistic. Really? Is no one ever married in a year? Thanks, guys. So when you do this exercise, when you, when you reach out, you know, when you, you look for your light, you have to get your mind out of the way. You have to get your brain out of the way because it thinks it knows what's possible, but it doesn't. All it knows is what's happened before, right? And a bunch of logic. And this is beyond that. Logic doesn't really apply in this way. It doesn't help you find your light. It's good in other ways. If you want to solve a math problem, logic is excellent. Okay. If you want to, you know, find your gift in life, logic is not going to help you. Okay. So explore around, make it a game of imagination. Okay. If I could have anything I want, that's a, don't attach anything to it. Well, I can't work with dolphins. Forget the dolphins. What lights you up right here in this moment? It's just a game. Okay, take all the pressure off, all the things that you think are possible or you think are likely. You have no idea. Okay, remove that. Relax your brain. Let it rest. And explore and find that light because that is what will draw the, the exact right people to you. Okay, that is what will attract. That's what will make you magnetic to the right women. Okay, people are drawn to people in their, you know, in that essence, in their joy, in their happiness. So there's a lot to this, right? This self-care. Um, you've got the, uh, the mindset, right? You've got um, the emotional, the self-love, the solid boundaries, the clear communication, the self-respect, okay? You've got the physical, you know, taking care of your physical body, making sure that it's, it's healthy, okay? Whatever that is for you. Um, dressing yourself, you know, putting some effort into life, being intentional about life. That's what creates that, that confidence. You know, treat yourself well, not by being lazy unless you genuinely need to rest, but by doing what's good for your system. You know, that healthy balance, rest, work, play, whatever. Okay. And then the spiritual element, find that light, find what lights you up and go do it, exist in it. Let yourself be it. And, you know, you won't, <laughs> you 
you won't need to listen to any more of my podcasts if that's if all of that is done. But you should anyway, because it's all wonderful. <laughs> all right, guys, that's enough time for me. That's all I can do. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this has been really useful. Um, if you are, uh, if you're seeing this on Facebook or you're seeing this on YouTube, please feel free to comment your feedback, uh, subscribe and download the podcast, uh, visit dominiedrew.com forward slash hello for, um, to watch a little video of me about, you know, learn more about who I am and what I do. Uh, and then gives you the chance to get on the phone with me if you're interested in doing that. Um, and we'll help you, uh, see what it is holding you back and what it is you need to do about it and, uh, how I can help. So, uh, I will look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks so much guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Domini Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.